0: This is Opposite Attractions. This week's challenge, let's get gaming.
1: The of Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by Jim Murphy. That is his name. Jim Murphy is in this game. Jim will I- be the only face it, I'll see. It's
0: Jim
1: Murphy. <laughs>
0: Daily. Day. Uh, I'm not getting the reference right now, but I'm also very tired.
1: It's fucking stand out, baby. <laughs> don't don't try to test me on my goofy movie shit. I could have started with like, who's your favorite Murphy? <laughs> like I could have done that shit. <laughs> but Jim. It's been, I'm so, I went from not wanting to ride the Skyliner last week to this week I want to ride it to get my free fast passes when my Skyliner cart comes ramming into the person in front of me. I'm very excited about it.
0: Uh, I did see someone made a graphic of the Skyliner as a Newton's Cradle. Yeah. (laughs) I like where apparently Walt Disney
1: World News today, the infamous shitty Twitter account, uh apparently did an unboxing of the safety kit on each one of the skyliners
0: um, i i think what technically happened is that someone either that so that either it was already open or that that someone else opened it but then they took pictures and sent it to them and then they published them this what happened All I, I don't know... think they went on it with the plan to like rip it apart and see oh. the like toilet bags
1: I just know that someone on Twitter was like, I wonder if that's a Skyliner car that they fucking ripped the safety shit out of, because that would be the worst situation of all time. Did they say why the Skyliner got all kinds of fucked up and crashed? Um,
0: I think the current Disney, uh, line, company line is simply the word, the word malfunction. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think they have elaborated.
1: It's quite a bit of a malfunction Disney. Yes it is.
0: It 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 is impersonating the Disco Yeti. They're just going to slap a strobe on that sucker and get it back up and running tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I can't wait till I uh I drive down fucking Buena Vista Boulevard and see a shit ton of strobe lights on all of the different cars that are now not able to be used cuz of how fucked up they are.
0: They just look like they're moving. <laughs>
1: That that's the new dealio yeah man I mean I did the pass fast gimmick like last week or the week before of I don't want to ride this I definitely don't want to ride it now like there's no way you could get me on that bad boy
0: I mean worse it could be worse it could be att- being attacked by bees like Hagrid's
1: okay look I, I fucking saw this shit on Twitter and the way I saw it and I don't know if I sent you it <laughs> was it was a (laughs) someone took a screen cap of the universal app that will give you wait times and where the wait time was supposed to be for hagrid it just said bees and that was it what happened with hagrid and the bees they're
0: magical creatures yes they they sound like motorbikes when they're angry and, and they're having an adventure. I, I don't know what happened with the bees, honestly. They I really just... wished that that wait time screen was real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just... Like, any time that a ride has to shut down, they have to tell you in that little bubble why. So, like, <laughs> fucking Stitch's Great Escape, it just says, bad. That's why it's all it <laughs> says is bad. I don't know yeah, why. the
0: Adventures of Winnie the Pooh just says, bear death. Is it says, what it says. <laughs> pure bear death.
1: Well, Jim, I've now discovered my new favorite thing for this show, and it's Reddit. And the fact that Reddit is like the Wild West of fucking Disney stories. We've been doing bullshit Google searches this whole time, and we should have been on Reddit trying to see what the fuck's been going down. Because I did find, Disney World employees, what's the most bizarre thing you've seen at work? And the top-voted comment includes suicide <laughs> and a poisonous sa- snake at the Grand Polynesian. Because they go, um, the most bizarre thing really is all the things I got to see that the general public did not. Because a man killed himself and they immediately put a Part in our pixie dust st- sign up and sent out multiple costumed characters to have a meet and greet to distract everyone from the room. And then for the poisonous snake situation, uh, animal control came, but they were dressed as janitors and captured it while guests were distracted by fire jugglers that they brought in. (laughs) And I've also learned through reading through this, people fucking hate Pluto and Donald Duck. Disneyland, 1997. I don't know why it's like the A team. <laughs> Toontown how- headroom. A family attacked Pluto and pushed her into a fountain. I didn't see it, just got to deal with the aftermath, including drying Pluto's costume and cleaning the head. Pluto told to me that. Fair.
0: I don't think B.A. would get on the Skyliner either.
1: <laughs> Pluto told me the family was mad that she had to take her break after they waited to get a picture. Pluto either broke her arm or her leg, can't really remember, and the family was arrested. Oh, <laughs> Okay, this one. Animal cruelty. This, I've got two favorites. This one's one of them. One day I was walking to cast member bank to cash my paycheck. The bank is behind the bank on Main Street and the gate to go on stage is a little further down. As I walked up, the gate slammed open and Donald Duck came stomping through followed by many and several other characters. Donald yanked the head off, threw it on the ground and screamed, Stupid fucking kid kicked me in the balls! I just wish he was doing it in the Donald voice. (laughs) Donald was played by a four-foot, four-inch man. Seeing an an enraged little person in half a duck suit was possibly one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And now that one's good, but this one might be my favorite. I drove the truck at Kilimanjaro Safaris. And then basically he then goes on to explain, hey, we're really driving the truck. When those are real-ass animals and all of that. Um, there are lots of animals that have sex mid-tour, and usually I just <laughs> drive right by it without comment. Adults may snicker, but I distract kids by pointing out facts about the other animals. But one day, <laughs> I'm, dr- I'm driving, and a fucking rhino decides to take a nap in the road right in front of us. That means we all stop... Until the rhino moves, because we're not allowed to go off-road. We were stuck there for more than an hour in a downpour. I know possibly eight facts about each animal, and I have depleted the entire reservoir within 30 minutes. Rest of it was all improv, trying to keep 40 high-paying customers entertained in an open-air truck that is not moving in a rainstorm for an hour. Just as I'm completely racking my brain, two zebras start humping. A little girl, <laughs> s- a little girl screams, what are they doing? I immediately reply, oh, that's a game called Leap Zebra. It's like Leapfrog, but with more stripes. This particular zebra seems to be very bad at it. And then led to all of the adults busting up, laughing, easing the tension. God, that is so good. It makes me so happy. Uh, Let's see. Here's one about a Disneyland... That's what
0: not a zoo means. It means wet zebra love is what it means. Uh, Here's one about a
1: a Disneyland hooker that kept uh, finding lonely men at the monorail and getting on the monorail with them. (laughs) Um, here's one about a woman on the same boat as someone else in Pirates of the Caribbean dumping out her husband's ashes. Hey, I'm fine if you do it at a haunted mansion, because there's not more people on the boat. But don't make me part of your fucking funeral, as we're just sitting there and Jack Sparrow's like, jib up me, money, yo, yo-ho, yo-ho, <laughs> goodbye fucking Dave. He died as he lived. He lived as he loved. Fuck up, me bodies, yo.
0: <laughs> the the problem would be if it turned into like the end of the Big Lebowski. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I have lots of stories. My favorite is while I was working on Dumbo, these drunk people. Um, I feel very offended. I prefer intoxicated American. Removed, <laughs> removed their infant from the seat belt and held the baby out like Simba. Outside the carriage, while the ride was 18 f- feet in the air, so other drunk friends could take pictures, we had to emergency stop the ride. They were escorted away, and I heard e- heard they were arrested once outside the park gates. Oh. You, Holy Jumbo, sh- fucking Jumbo! <laughs> Uh, I was working a phantasmic shift wearing that glorious yellow poofed jacket armed with my flashlight. I was by the pirate's entrance working on getting people to leave their baby buggies in a semi neat order to either go under the ropes to watch the show or go on, go on Pirates of the Caribbean. We started to hear a baby cry. The people had left their baby in the buggy and went on Pirates without it. Why is this person got nothing but baby stories? We called a lead. We I- had to wait there. 20 minutes later, the family showed up and told us they didn't think the baby could go on the ride. They probably had been doing this the entire day. They weren't European. That seems racist, but okay. And that's not
0: even, like, the... the I don't know about um, California, but in Florida, the entrance and exit of Pirates are in two completely different locations. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this one was as a guest. I went to the, to the 24-hour Disney day just to see what it was like. Mistake. I was sitting by the security (laughs) checkpoint to get into the area between the parks and this undercover Disney security stopped a guest, ushered her to the side of the planter I was sitting at and says, what's the plastic in your shoe? It was in fact a baggie full of drugs held by this about 16 year old who started loudly arguing with security. He then radioed for other security, the police came, and as soon as she stepped on the other side of the checkpoint, she was arrested.
0: Oof. I don't know if I had any, like, really weird, crazy crap that I saw while I was employed there.
1: I mean, if you do, we've... I think we've talked about it before. See, that's the thing. We've been so far away... Oh, God, this one's good. I didn't want to keep going, but I'm going to have to do this one. Uh, But, yeah, we've run out of all our stories, so now I'm having to outsource to Reddit. I worked at rides at Disney World in college, and oftentimes there would be private parties that would rent out sections. A few high schools rented out the area I worked for for graduation. On our rotation between positions on the side, we would have one that was a rover, but everyone really casually referred to them as the sex Patrol. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i need a fucking poster of me and you with guns and sex patrol over the top as, awful. as there's just like a bush behind us shaped like mickey mouse and two people doing nookie in it um <laughs> our job was to wander around dark corners of the park and make sure no horny high schoolers were doing dirty deeds out of the view of everyone else this part this is very well written <laughs> I took, I took that rotation, walked around the kids in their buffet with a live band. I wandered into the playground in Animal Kingdom's Dinoland USA to make sure nobody was in the off-limit areas when I turned a corner and found two kids. I saw the back of a boy with his pants around the, his ankles and a girl on her knees just fucking going to town. I freaked <laughs> I freeze, in shock that I actually found something on the joke of Sex Patrol. The girl looks over, and we make eye contact, and she freezes with the Oh God, I just got caught sucking a dick face. I back <laughs> I back out of the room and go and tell one of their chaperones. I'm not sure how it was handled, but I'm sure he had one magical visit to Disney World. Um. And then the fucking top comment on that is What did Cinderella say when she reached the ball?
0: (laughs) Remember, kids, be a gentleman at Disney. Take them on It's a Small World if you're going to do that.
1: No, 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 no. Pirates of the Caribbean is the one to really get it going. And I'm only saying that because I may have a friend who did that exact thing. And I was like, please tell me it was after the drop. (laughs) If it was before that drop and then you came out and she was just
0: gone. Yeah, you're a daredevil.
1: Yeah, exactly. But Jim, this is not a podcast about all the shitty things that happen at Disney World (laughs) slash Disneyland. It's a podcast where we build our own theme park. We're the bad boys of Disney podcasting. And this season, we are building the epic universe. I'm sorry, let me be specific. Jersey Danes, Epic Universe. Not the fucking shitty one Universal's making. This is Jersey Dan's. We've got the knife coaster. We've got gun. We've got poison (laughs) control on the line 24-7. And last week you issued a challenge that I swear to God I forgot until I was at work Having to like quietly download the latest episode of my phone and skip <laughs> as I'm helping a customer, just like you could yeah. have messaged me, sir. I would have told you. No, like, yeah, yeah. I can I can help you with that. I'll find it in just one second. Hold on, one second. <laughs> just trying to listen to it. But you gave us a challenge <laughs> to build a video game themed amusement theme park ride, and I've just gotta. Did you want? Us to build our own video game? Should we have? Okay, so we're stealing IP this week. Is what's happening? Stealing Um, IP.
0: I'm not only stealing IP. I'm. I'm. Yes, this is going to be really bad. Okay. uh, I'm taking this danger thing. So you may recall that a few months ago, Volcano Bay had an issue with electricity.
1: I don't fucking recall that.
0: What? What? Um, Huh? There was a day when the and actually it might have been a couple of days when Volcano Bay didn't open because um, I guess during like pre-opening checkups, the cat the employees of Volcano Bay kind of thought there was something a little weird with the water, and they were feeling a, uh, a shocking sensation in the water.
1: Oh my god.
0: How many of these and, people uh, have superpowers now? <laughs> I, I don't think it was that uh, intense, but it was a, uh, enough where they were like, hey, I think people are going to notice this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that reminded me of a certain... I know you're, you're way too young for this, but it did remind me of a certain uh, late 80s video game known uh, on the Nintendo Entertainment System known as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: The bad one? The really, really garbage bad one?
0: (laughs) The original uh, first version.
1: Oh, it's so bad, Jim! It's the worst shit! I was gonna do one based off the E.T. fucking Atari 2600 (laughs) game,
0: and you've one-upped me! So, if you recall, if you've ever played that game, which I apologize if you have, the kind of pain in the ass section of that game is where you have to swim underwater through like electrified tentacles to like disarm bombs. Yeah. So my idea, uh, is to take the, the, uh, the Disney sort of, uh, flying saucer attraction from the fifties that they tried to bring back in the, uh, California adventure at Cars Land and then canceled. Oh, okay. Um, the Luigi's the flying tires, where you actually sat in, it was like it was like you were on top of a hockey, uh, an, an air hockey table, basically was how it worked. Holy shit, this sounds amazing! Yeah, they they did a thing. It was actually Disney, like an opening. It might not have been opening day at Disneyland, but I think it was. Was where you sat on top of essentially like a hover thing on a big pad. The problem was that the air holes were not great, like the air control wasn't great, and it, it only moved by, like, the way you bent your what, body weight, like where you put your body weight was how it moved. Yeah. And that's what they did in California. They replaced it with, like, Luigi's, like, dancing car thing.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I do know. But, now, but now. when it
0: first opened, it was like a, you sat in a giant tire and you basically, like, bumper card yourself around. I would to do that, uh, but... Connected, it would be four people to a car, so you'd have to like work together to like move through this like sort of uh, maze. And there would be um, uh, like kind of hoses above your head that would dump slightly electrified water onto you if you effed up.
1: Okay, I totally forgot about the fucking gimmick of these have to be dangerous this week. I'm just gonna let you know that right now. Um, So you're you've put people in hockey pucks and you're sliding them around and then you're electrocuting them is,
0: is that the gimmick? Only, um i i don't think it would be even as bad as like a like static shock like if you shocked yourself on like a carpet or something but it yeah. would be it would be uncomfortable i got I, I wouldn't try to kill people but i would annoy them i do enjoy this and, concept and of building a, sh-
1: a part like because. Epic Universe is going to have Nintendo theme. We just have a section that's all shitty video game based. <laughs> so there's like one where you're in a roller coaster having to try to fly through the rings like Superman 60 fucking 4. <laughs> There's one oh, where no. there's one where you're actually part of the cleanup team to go out to the Nevada desert to try to get the fucking Atari 2600 versions of E.T. dug up. And as you go down there, a, a freak lightning accident happens and then you're sucked into the game. And then that's essentially where it becomes like the E.T. ride, but everything's a lot more pixelated and you cannot... Like, on the ride, an actual E.T. pops up on this version, it's just like four yellow squares mixed together, and it pops up on the front of your cart and takes you out. But, uh, uh I'm tr- what other bad games uh, could we do? The Doctor... Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's, uh, that's like a normal ride, but you get a gun on it. That's the only real <laughs> difference, is you add a gun to it. Uh, that could be one. We could do Dr. Jekyll. I don't know why I'm going back to just nothing but angry video game nerd shit. We could do Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and, like, every time the lights turn off in the ride, a demon attacks you.
0: Uh, there would have to be, like, a uh, a gift shop that was all microtransactions.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Uh, there could be, in lieu of, like, a Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest, we do a sequel to another theme park ride, but we just make it really, really bad. So it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, but halfway through you've gotta turn around and then go look for some other fucking quest (laughs) item, two cities back, and then if the fucking if it goes dark, you're dead. That's it. It's over. (laughs) Um, so my ride is actually based off of a good game. I know, shocking. Uh, But I wanted to do a ride based off of more of an obscure... It's not that obscure if you know video games, but for, like, the general populace who are like, Mario and Sonic, you probably won't know the fucking... Postal 3. Yes, Postal (laughs) 3 is my ride. Everyone gets (laughs) knives and starts just sticking people. Now, my,
0: my, my
1: ride is based off of the... Hit uh, Double Fine Studios game Psychonauts. And uh, it's going (laughs) to have a Meat Circus. Yeah, (laughs) yes. Oh, Jim, welcome to the Meat Circus, because that's what this ride is. Is essentially you go in, and I can't remember. I remember uh, the main sergeant who had like this big, gruff, angry attitude. That's not what I want. This is you going through psychonauts training, and they're going to be testing your mind to see if it's sharp enough to be able to perform psychic activities. And so, the first room you go into is very like someone very calmly like. In order to control someone else's mind, I don't know why it's fucking shit. What's the guy from DuckTales? Um, the, the man with a very sick German accent. Whatever's that man's <laughs> name?
0: Are you talking about Ludwig von Dreck?
1: Ludwig von Dreck, yes. So Ludwig von Dreck is there, and he tells you to be very, very calm. And the helmet upon your head will measure your brainwaves, and there will be, part of the ride vehicle, something that straps down onto your head, and it will be, in the first part of the ride, legitimately reading your brainwaves and showing it to you in front of you to kind of force you to calm down and relax and they're like, very, very good, everyone's... Uh, uh, your signals are all becoming very, very straight. I'm enjoying it a lot. You're doing very well. I think you could possibly be Psychonauts, if you want. And that's when the fucking Meat Daddy pops in. And I'm sorry for anyone who's not beat Psychonauts. The end of the fucking game is buck-fucking-wild. <laughs> because it's your dad but your dad is a giant monster made of meat, and he chases you around this terrifying circus that you've got to do acrobatics on, and essentially Meat Monster comes out, and uh, that's when, or maybe, it could be Meat Monster, or maybe, like, a more normal bad guy who just takes control and wants to use all of your negative angry energies for their own power and that's when the you go through a fucking drop like hagrid the floor drops out from underneath you but not even like hagrid's is like probably like what 5 feet maybe of a drop 14. fucking 30 foot drop baby straight down and then that's when you're in pitch darkness lights start showing up all around you illuminating the meat circus and then old meat daddy comes out with his cleaver and you shoot forward and now you can look down and see how your brain waves are like acting up and messing up and it's powering it's powering the actual vehicle so it's making you go faster and faster as you're avoiding this meat monster as you jump around in this circus and like do loop to loops in the air until finally, like, what? Like, he. Something happens, meat monster dies, you end up using your supposed negative thoughts to defeat them, and that's when you shoot forward out of it, completely safe, and you are saved from the meat monster in the meat circus. And that is Meat Circus Mania, My Ride, coming to Abbott Universe. And I guess it is dangerous. Because I'm fairly sure that 30-foot drop is going to crack a few coccyxes if I've ever heard one. So, <laughs> so any questions? Have we got any, any questions? Hmm?
0: I, I, I love the idea of, like, like Ludwig von Dr- like, Math Magic Land has suddenly become Psychonauts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. What was he like, in when I was a kid that I know him so well because he showed up in the reboot of DuckTales and I got so excited. Then I went, "Wait, why do I know Ludwig von Dreck so well? Was he in uh was he in Darkwing Duck? Was he like his W
0: or uh, th- I'm not sure. I'm going to look here. I'm going to do a quick googly. We're going to um...
1: quickly learn about Ludwig von Dreck of the de- the DuckTales. <laughs>
0: Cartoon appearances. Let's see. He did appear on DuckTales, Bonkers, uh, Quack Pack, and uh, other things.
1: So fucking everything is what you're telling me, then. I think I might have had, like, a Disney at-home video that he was in as, like, the host. So that's
0: probably what I know. I mean, he did a bunch of those. But, yeah, Math Magic Land is my favorite.
1: Okay. That's probably where I know him from, then. But... Jim, do you have any questions?
0: Or, or very good? Uh, he was, he was, he, he was on the Wonderful World of Color in an episode called, or a, seg- a segment called, "Man is His Own Worst Enemy," <laughs> explaining why people were the biggest challenge facing humanity. The episode is sometimes titled "Ducking Disaster with Donald and His Friends."
1: Oh God, that's so bad. <laughs> That's so bad.
0: Well, I just hear Donald screaming about how the worst part about the world is people. <laughs> I wish I could do a Donald, just Donald he's, screaming he's, like, we live in a society. It's, it's, it's Donald and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and they're just doing Slipknot's people equal shit.
1: No, it's fucking... This is the Joker. It's Donald is the Joker. (laughs) It's the reboot that we've always wanted. (laughs) Fucking Donald dancing down some stairs, doing some weird shit. So, we've made two great rides based on video games, Jim. But for me, next week, I want to see a ride that's... Um... I totally have something <laughs> prepared: peanut butter. That's not gonna do it. Um, <laughs> jacket. Kaiser no. Sose. Kaiser Sose was the Batman. Um, I think I want to see a ride that is literally the most dangerous ride of all time. I want. <laughs> I want us to finally, this is going to be the weenie of the park Wait, is the me, most um, dangerous ride of all time.
0: Well, let me, let me uh, look at something here real quick for you. And, um,
1: the actual most uh, dangerous ride of all time.
0: Uh, that was the, uh, the devil's, uh, the devil's thing that I had that one season. Um, so next week's episode would be episode 100. Uh, I.
1: No, ninety nine. Shouldn't it be? Because we just this, released. 90s. This is ninety
0: nine right now. we're recording right this moment is ninety nine.
1: Oh man, I've been titling these episodes wrong then. Because I think the last one I have
0: going up is ninety seven. Well, we had the um, we had the like bonus e.
1: That's what it is. Okay, so no, no, no. This is technically ninety-eight. So next week is technically ninety-nine, and then after, I thought
0: thought we could actually end on like the most dangerous, like like our last week of the season would be like the most most dangerous. Dangerous. Look, Jim,
1: I have no fucking clue, man. I just just
0: wait. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. An ultimate, the penultimate of one hundred.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right before episode one hundred, we kill everybody. So that's what they can expect next week. So Jim, where can people find I'm you? Gonna,
0: on- I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say mine is gonna be the Skyliner, but safer.
1: <laughs> so where can people find you on the internet?
0: Um, uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. So just go there and see what's going on.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S E O T T Y E M O Buy all my books on Amazon. Check out the new and updated com. It's not that updated. I just added the page for me again. The new self-help podcast about helping yourself, co- or helping myself. Fuck you, I'm not helping you. I'm helping myself. Coming to you straight from me. It's, it's the only show that's literally just me. So it's the most unsufferable podcast we produce. So check that out. Remember to support us online like the Patreon saint of opposite attractions, Ransom Meltzer, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember to follow us on Twitter at op at show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?